Well, good morning. Good morning, good morning. This morning is going to look a little different. But uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a little hint. The sermon is on worship. So if you guys would, just stand for a moment. And uh, let's really dig in, you know. um, If I had a little bit more time to prep, I probably would have done the message first. And then we would have went into worship. Because the message is going to talk about how important worship is in our lives. And so if we can, let's just try to really focus in and hone in on this moment. This is a moment here when we step into worship that man is not in the way, right? Man is not coming and telling you his opinion and his thoughts. This is a moment where we get to just truly experience God for who he is. And there's sometimes where somebody could be up here singing a song and God will start telling you something completely different in your head. And so let's just let's just seek God for that moment to happen this morning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity that we have to freely worship you, Lord. That we get to come in here this morning and raise our hands and raise a hallelujah to you this morning, Lord. And we get to sing of how good you are and how great you are. Father, I pray this morning as this church here, Port Orange Church of Nazarene, as we lift you up, Lord. I pray that you may bring your spirit down upon us and rest on us, Lord. Speak to our hearts here and now. In Jesus' name.
just sing that out a couple more times. we could be in the room when that song was being created because every time I hear it and I, and I think of the word oh how he loves us and how a lot of times when we, when we think of that song you know we think of oh how he loves us but I can imagine the, the real oh that was given when that song was written oh oh God how you love us so much Lord I, I pray this morning that we would know that we serve a God. That there is no sin too big. There is no mountain too high or valley too low. That you can't come. And Lord, there's one reason as to why that is so. Because you put a price tag on us. Lord, you put a value on us. That Lord, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing that you are not willing to do to get to us. So Lord, we thank you for that this morning. We thank you for being a God that when we look around and we see that sometimes the world may fall short of love, we could always use a little more love in this world, that we have a God that is overwhelming in his love. And so Lord, I'm, 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 I'm thankful for that. And Lord, we worship you for that. And we sing songs for that reason. Lord, be with us here this morning. May we feel your love here this morning. In our lives outside of this church and in this church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, good morning, good morning. How are you guys doing? We are, uh, if we can, get the lights just a little bit more up. I like lights. I really do. Even, you know, to be honest with you, if you guys don't even know, we technically there's like a way back there that you can get the lights even way more up. Like, you guys haven't even seen it that way unless you come in on like a day that like I get here early because then I like punch them all the way up. It'd be like, it'd get hotter in here how, how bright these lights can get. Um, welcome. You know, for those of you guys who don't know, my name is Justin and uh, I'm the youth director here at Porter and Church of Nazarene. If you were here last week, you might have missed me. We were having a baby. Uh, about an hour ago last week today. So she is, she's one week old today. You know, my wife and I were driving over here on the way to church and she said, uh, she said, oh, look what time it is. It was 936 and the baby was born at 934. And I'll tell you what, if I told my wife, I said, you, and I kid you not, I promise you guys, I said, you make having a baby, like the labor, whole, the whole labor situation, you make it so easy that it's like, let's just, Let's get another one. Let's have another one, you know, because she just makes it so easy. Guys, I'm telling you, if you were there with me in the room, so she, this whole entire time she's been pregnant, right? She's having contractions left and right, and she's got the little timer on her phone to let her know because I guess you got to have them every five minutes for a minute for an hour, if that makes sense. For the guys, you might have not got that, but it's okay because I still don't even understand it all the way. But she had all these scares of like, oh, I got a contraction, I got a contraction, but she knew. I'm not, we're, not, we're not going to the hospital. I'm like, but you got a contraction. We're not going, we're not going. Then one day she wakes me up at like, Last Sunday, she wakes me up at like 2.30 in the morning, 2.40 in the morning. Hey, hey. I'm like, what's up? She goes, we need to go to the hospital. I go, what happened? You having a contraction? Yeah, how long? I just had two. And I'm like, 
oh, well, you need to have it for like an hour. She goes, no, 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 this, this is it. We're going. And I'm like, okay, all right, you know. And we head on over to the hospital. By the, well, she had a shower and all that kind of fun stuff. And then by the time we get to the hospital, it's 340, and she is five centimeters dilated. So we know she's having a baby. And she is able to manage her contractions so much so. Oh, well, first of all, let me, let me tell you how perfect the night went. They're like, ma'am, did your water break yet? No, it didn't break. Well, you know, when I, when I checked, I didn't, you know, they're holding my wife. Well, when I checked you, I didn't feel a water there, so I think your water might have broke. So then we're a little nervous. Boom, right there in that moment, her water breaks. So, oh, there goes her water. It broke now. And uh, so she, she gets in the bed, and she's managing her contraction. She's breathing. It's like, it's like perfect. You know how you see in the movies where the husband's got to be like, breathe, breathe. It, it, it's not like that. My wife's like, shh, don't touch me. Just sit there and just stay there and look pretty and let me do all the breathing myself. I'll take care of it. And she's there breathing so calmly that a few hours go by, and, and she woke me up at 2.30 in the morning. So I was tired. She was tired. She was taking a nap in between contractions, and I even took a nap. And the nurse came in, and the nurse said, hey, listen, sometimes when, a, you know, my wife has no epidural, by the way, no epidural, so no pain relief at all. And, they, and the nurse says, listen, when you get an epidural, it sometimes relaxes the women so much that they, they go through a long labor because they're so relaxed. She said, I think that's what's happening maybe with you because you are just so calm right now at now seven centimeters dilated, and you're just so calm. So I told my wife, I said, listen, what do you want to do? I said, we can go back to sleep and take a nap while you go through these contractions. Or we can have this baby. It's totally up to you. Whatever you want to do, let me know. She said, let's just get it. So then we, we stand her up. We do a little dancing around, you know, whatever the case is. We get her back down on the bed. I call up one of her friends. It's like 830 at this time. And she says, listen, I'm having this baby at 930. My wife tells my friend, I'm having this baby at 930. I'm like, you know, whatever. We'll see. Hopefully, you know. And sure enough, she starts going through these motions and all that kind of fun stuff and everything like that. And the nurses come in, and the nurses are like, you're nine centimeters dilated, and you're smiling in between contractions. This is not normal. You're acting like you have an epidural. She's just, like, sitting there chilling. And they're like, you know, listen up. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and do just do a practice push, you know, just see how things go. And they do the practice push for 10 seconds, and the nurse goes, oh, the baby's coming. Let's do one more practice push. And at four seconds, the baby's already out. And guess what time it was? 9.34 when the baby came out. And the nurses were like, this is literally the best pregnancy that we've ever had. This is like crazy. We wish all the women were like, yeah. She just made it so easy. The baby came out so healthy and so beautiful. I was crying. I was bawling my eyes out when she came out. And you guys have a chance to see her. She's actually here uh, this morning. And, uh, yeah, that's where I was last week. And so, anyways, you know, it's been a good, fun week. I took the next two weeks off of work. And so uh, been able to help out around the house just a little bit. But uh, I'm reminded as, you know, you guys are, you know, you guys are starting, uh, you know, to bring lunch and dinner over and things like that. And everybody's coming over. The, some people are coming over the house and just dropping things off. Some people are coming over the house and seeing the baby. I'm reminded that I don't serve my God alone, that there is a body of Christ. You know, I, I told my mom, I said, Mom, you know, do, do other people get this? Like they're running like a dinner train for me. Like, do other people, like, what do people do that, don't, that aren't involved in a church? Like, do they have those or not? I don't know. So, you know, and I'm just so grateful to, to be a part of a church that is, that is filling in the gap. And you guys are taking care of us and helping us out tremendously, by the way. And just making life so much more easier for my wife and I. And, uh, and just it's so amazing to see that happen. And it reminds me again that we don't serve God alone. And that's why we have this time of the service that we're about to step into now, where we get to pass the peace with one another. It's just a reminder that we don't serve God just us, right? Because... You know, sometimes if it's just literally you and God alone, it could seem like, man, I'm in a dark, you might be in a dark spot right now in your life. And God's there, but it still might seem a little dark. And you see, it's, it's, it's the body of Christ together. 
that we lift one another up. And so this is what we're reminded, not only to be at peace with God, but to be at peace with one another. And so if you will take a moment here to give that peace to one another, may may I be the first to tell you, may the peace of the Lord be with you. Go and pass that peace with one another here. Go up front, huh? I can't do that. I feel like I'm gonna pass out. Good to see you. You do all the singing? No. No. <laughs> she go sing? No, Not I'm just me. gonna give some announcements this morning. I won't even get oh, up. give some announcements. Yeah. I'll listen real closely. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> we have this morning is our try five challenge Um, just in case you guys didn't know we um, ask that you guys just simply try us five Sundays in a row because we do have different pastors and team members that speak here at Podnaz so we always have a variety of things going on no Sunday is ever really the same as you people that come here every week now so (laughs) we just ask that you give us a chance Um, this was something that my husband and I were introduced to when we first moved here and tried Podnaz and We've been here ever since, so you never know. All right, the next announcement is um, we're going to be having community prayer. We would just like to ask you to join us in prayer every day between now and June 5th. Us, along with half a million other Nazarenes, will be committed to praying for our churches, our country, the war in Ukraine, and other important things like that. We will have our church open on Wednesday nights between 7 and 8 p.m., and if you can, we just ask that you please come join us in community prayer. Um, I do truly believe that the Bible, you know, is accurate when it says that there is power in prayer, especially when two or more people come together. So if you can, just make time to come and pray with us. And then the last announcement, just in case you didn't get the memo, Justin and Jilly had their baby, and we do have a meal train going for them. Um, So if you guys can support them during this time, just drop some meals off at their house, or you can um, provide gift cards for them to eat out. They don't have any food allergies, and as far as I've been made aware, they aren't picky, so anything will work. 
Um, if you guys need to know how to sign up, you can go to the link on our church's Facebook page. It's also on the weekly newsletter, or you can always just come see one of the pastors. Um, if you're doing a gift card and you're not able to drop it off at their house, you can just bring it here to the church, and we'll make sure that they get it. And that's it. All righty. Kim, 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 that's awesome, Kim. Thank you so much for filling in. You guys are probably thinking, what in the world is going on? Where's Garen at? Uh, you know, Garen had uh, texted him this morning and said, hey, man, I'm not feeling too well. I'm running a little late. So can you unlock the church, get everybody in there? And I said, yeah, man, but I'm running a little late too. <laughs> and uh, then all of a sudden, you know, uh, he wasn't, still wasn't feeling well, and so he called me in the middle of band practice and said, hey, listen, I'm not going to be there this morning. I said, no problem, man. Who's preaching? He said, well, that's why I'm calling you up. And I was like, oh, wow. And so anyways, uh, you know, I, I just appreciate Kim for stepping up and uh, being able to do our announcements for us. And uh, it's so funny because you guys didn't see it there. While Kim's up here doing the announcements, Dusty in the back, her husband in the back, he's looking at her like I was looking at my wife when that baby was coming. He was like sitting there like, just so proud. He's like, that's my baby. I'm trying to hand him a microphone. And he's like trying to grab it. And he's like, she's up there. So good job, Kim. Thank you so much for that. Guys, we're going to come to a time of the service where we get to, uh, we're able to give back to God for all that he's done for us. And so, you know, we don't take this, this moment lightly, uh, but we also don't take it like, like as in like give, because the, the Bible is very clear on this. If it's not clear on anything else, which it is clear, but if it's not, it's clear on this, very clear. We are supposed to give cheerfully. God doesn't want anybody to be like, oh, fine, I got to go give. Or, oh, man, the bills are tight. This is a moment where we get to reflect on everything that God has done in our lives and know that he's a God who takes care of his people. And then yet we're able to give back to him in his kingdom and his glory. And so let's just take a moment to pray for that. And you'll see a couple different ways on the screen that you're able to give as soon as we're done praying. Lord, we thank you so much for this, this time that we're able to just give back to you and your kingdom. And, Lord, we see the fruits of your kingdom pushing forward in this generation. And, Lord, I pray that you would continue to do so, Lord. I pray that this, this gifts and these offerings that we give to you, Lord, uh, that they would just be multiplied and, uh, and blessed and guided, Lord, so that your word could be spread across all nations, Lord, and that needs could be met here in this church, uh, in this community, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Guys, um, you know, I was talking with the band a little bit earlier as Garen, you know, called me up and said, hey, man, you know, testimony time, you know, you know, have a testimony time, you know, kind of fill in. I said, 
I got it. I said, I got it. I said, what was your sermon going to be on anyways this morning? He said, it was going to be on worship. I said, okay. I got, I, got a little, I got a couple nuggets to give on worship. I could do that. I could do that. But I need some help. I had the band trying to practice with me a little bit earlier. A little sour. But here's the thing. You know, who knows what the message is going to sound like? Only God right now at this moment. <laughs> and so this is what I was telling the band. I said, if I say, not if I say God, but if I say God, then you guys need to say amen. Okay. Because I feel like if we have a lot of gods and amens, then like at the end of the sermon, you guys will walk out and be like, wow, that was an amazing sermon. You know what I'm saying? So let's just practice it real quick. Let's practice it real quick. Are you ready? So I'll be talking like this. God! Amen. There we go. And maybe even, you don't have to always throw an amen. You can even throw a preach it or like a woo or like a that's right or come on, slow it down, you know, because that means you want me to go a little longer, you know. So let's try that real quick. So I'll probably be talking right and then I'll start, God! That's what I'm talking about, you know, and then sometimes when you get things really excited, right, then everybody starts to clapping and hooting and hollering and stuff like that. So I'm going to start talking right now. I'm going to get real loud and God, and then, yeah, you so, yeah. All right, and let's close in prayer, guys, and uh, no, okay, no. Uh, right, what a great sermon, right? You know, hey, look, come to my church. We were hooting and hollering, and the preacher was getting it going, and he was God this and God that, you know, and, uh. But no, guys, uh, you know, I'm so thankful to be up here. I, I was talking with Ken earlier, and, uh, you know, Ken said, oh, so who's preaching? And I said, I'm preaching. And, uh, and he goes, oh, wow. And I said, but I'll tell you what. I said, uh, I, said I like this kind of stuff. I'm going to be honest. I like this kind of stuff. I like getting that phone call of 20 minutes before I got to preach. Hey, man, can you preach? Let's do it. I like a challenge. And, uh, you know, and I, but I also, what I enjoy really the most about a message like this morning's message is this. I don't have time to put my own thoughts into it. I got to let the Lord speak to me. So bear with me real quick as I just allow him to just do his thing and see what he's able to put together for us here this morning. Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity to see what you have to say to us. And Lord, I pray, uh, Lord, that you would just speak through me this morning. That, Lord, that if there is a nugget flying around out there that you want this church to know, Lord, that you would give it to me and I will give it to them. And Lord, I pray this morning that you would just give me the word to speak. Lord, that I would decrease and that you would increase. Lord, that your spirit would move here and now and hearts would be touched and moved. Lord, we just ask that your will will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning's message is on worship. This morning's message, message is on worship. And the first thing I, th I think about is, what is worship? What is worship? When we think of the word worship, the first thing that comes to my mind is like band up there playing Everybody down here, you know, worship. I'm going to church and I'm going to worship. I'm going, if somebody were to tell me, I'm, my church is just having a worship service this morning, I'm thinking there's just going to be songs that are sung. And so, you know, that's what I kind of normally think to myself when I think of the word worship. Uh, now, I know as time has gone by now and, and I've walked with God for, you know, as many years as I have, I do know that worship is a lot more than that. And worship is more of a lifestyle that is to be lived for God. It, worship is, can be done here at, at church on a Sunday morning during worship music. Worship could be done when you're praying over somebody who's hurting. Worship could even be done in secret when nobody knows about it. Worship is the way that we live our lives for God. But... I want to talk a little bit more about worship in song this morning. 
and what it means to worship God in song. Because I feel like for myself, personally, growing up as a teenager and being in the church, I feel like I, worship when it comes to music has always been my thing. I've always, I never had to worry about that. I've always, I was the type, I was the teen that I would put, I don't know if you guys know Jesus Culture, Kim Walker. Well, listen, she could sing. And I'd put that song on in the, in the living room, and I'd turn that radio up, because I didn't even have a room at the time, right? I was living in the living room at my mom's place down the road. And I'd turn the radio, and I'd be sitting there with my hands up and everything, oh, just screaming and shouting, listening to the music. And even now, if you go to my YouTube, you know, page, you can see I got a playlist of songs that I put on repeat, and I'm always adding it there, and I'm just driving in the car, putting the music on. My wife's always telling me, she's like, Justin, every time we get in the car, we have to sit there for 20 minutes while you pull your phone out, get your playlist ready, plug your phone in, and get the music going. I'm like, that's just, the, that's, what, that's the way I roll. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to work. I got a 45-minute drive. I put the music on, and I get to going. And, and I tell the team sometimes, sometimes I'll be driving like this, and sometimes I'll be driving like, ooh. Man, you know, and just God will get me going. But I've noticed that not the church like this church, right? But the church in general, the church of Christ in general. I feel as though there's a there's a huge portion of the church that is going in a direction that is really jumping into worship. And you can see it on like the, the music that comes out today. You know, back in the days, a music video for a worship leader would look more like the worship leaders are singing with this band. Now it looks like they have a, t- a whole congregation around them in a circle and they're all singing. But then there's also a part of the church that has completely kind of stepped away from the importance of worship and music. And so that's kind of why I want to, why I feel like the Lord really wants me to just bring this in how we worship in music. Because I'll tell you what, what we're going to find out this morning is this. The way that we worship in music when you apply it to your life, is the way that you want to worship in life. When we come here this morning and we sing to God for about 15 minutes, it's, that's a little bit of time to give to God, 15 minutes. But if you take what has happened to your life in that 15 minutes and what has gone through in that moment, and you apply it to your whole week, then you'll realize, oh, wow, this is what real worship is. Real, true worship is outside of the doors and applying what we what we learn and what we go through in this morning service and applying it throughout your whole week. And so um, the first, I guess, to kind of orchestrate how, why we worship, I broke it down in three different ways. There's three reasons. So there's probably 100 million reasons as to why we worship. But there's three major points that I want to bring to you guys as to why we worship. The first reason why we worship is to remember God. We worship God to remember him. How do we remember God? Well, by singing a song about him. You ever sing the songs that just talk about how good God is? God, you're so good. God, you're so good. Right? We're remembering him. God, you're so good. You're so good to me. God! You see what I'm saying? And so sometimes we just worship we worship God to remember him. And when you apply that to your, li- your life that you're living, I'm worshiping God to remember him. How m- I want to ask you this, if you think back, just do a self-reflection here this morning. Look back at your week that you had. How many times did you remember God? How many times did you remember God this week? How many times were you sitting there and you said, I just, I'm thinking of God right now. I'm remembering him. 
how good he is, how great he is. I'm remembering that he's always there in the troubling times and he's always there in the good times. I remember that he's always there to bless. How many of us remembered God this week? And so it's good. Some people, some people are saying, hey, look, I remember him a ton this week. Some people were saying, oh, well, you know, now that I think about it, I don't even remember the last time I remembered God. And so when you apply that, we, that one of the reasons as to why we worship is to remember God, let it be a reminder for us that throughout our life of worship, we are to remember who God is. Now, what's the other reason why we worship? I mean, we don't only sing songs about how we remember God and how good he is, but we sing songs and some of them are to reconnect with God. We worship God to reconnect with Him. <clears throat> you guys think of a song that has to do with reconnecting with God? We got God and you're so good that's there to remember Him. What are we reconnecting with Him? song going and the Holy Spirit just comes and I'm at the altar. I surrender it all, Lord. I give you all. I give you all. I give you all. And I'm, I'm just reconnecting with him on a whole other level. And so we worship God to remember him and we worship him to reconnect with him. Throughout your life, throughout your, your, your life as you live, throughout your work schedule, throughout your busy, when you walk out of these doors, the life that you are living out there, do you find yourself remembering God because if you find yourself remembering God, it will naturally lead you to reconnect with God. There's only so. Listen, I'll tell you right now, guys. There is only so much time that you can spend thinking about how good God is and remembering how good He is before you just the Spirit just starts to overwhelm you and you just are like, man. What? And you start to realize how big he is and how little you are and how amazing he is. And, and you have nothing but to be like, Lord, I give myself to you. I give myself away so you can use me. That's a song, by the way. I give myself away so you can use me. And so we worship God to remember. We worship God to reconnect. Now, the last reason we worship it, like I said, there's probably actually many reasons, but this morning, the third reason that I want to give to you guys is to why we worship God. It starts with the R. So you guys know this one? Who, who, did, who did they do? So we, were, we remember him, we reconnect with him. Nothing. We respond to him. You see, we remember who he is. And it'll be a matter of time before we begin to reconnect with him. And then with all that goodness that we got stored up and that he's poured out on us, we have the option and the ability to respond to worshiping God. Well, let me say that again. We have the ability to respond 
to worshiping God. Amen. So, how does that look? Responding to God. Well, I can name a whole bunch of different ways, but I'll tell you what. The only one that has the true answer to how you are to respond to God and worship is you. Bible takers, don't question if there 